Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. As the voice said, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky, locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. Check them out at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. Of course, we always love your feedback and contributions to the show. 1-833-401-1440. If you'd like to jump in, uh, throw some fantasy questions our way. Uh, today, we are going to be talking a little bit about daily fantasy sports. And uh, Jeffrey Ulrich of Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life will join us in about 20 minutes or so to to kind of give you an intro to it. If you're not too familiar with it, it can be a lot of fun. There's uh, various sites you can do it with. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that big bet. It can be a, a 25 cent bet to win you $10. So uh, it's something you can have a lot of fun with, can make kind of a, a boring Wednesday night a little bit more entertaining. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. Uh, Brandon, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Connor. I'm doing uh, doing well. A few raindrops sprinkling on my windshield on my very early drive in this morning as it uh, cleared up since then. Uh, this great view we have of the mall, nothing uh, outside that I can't, I can't see nothing. So. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it beats the views I've had in the past of like a parking lot with nothing there. So I, I definitely like this. I love when people walk by and wave and take a look in here. They looked at our show schedule we have on the glass there. It, it definitely makes it interesting. And you're right. It, it start off a little rainy. It's a little bit better out there now when you leave. Uh, hard to tell. But yes, it will be good when you leave. Uh, you, you played a little way on the wolf there off the top. So I just want to give them a quick shout out. They've got a new album coming out, uh, I believe, tomorrow actually envy and uh great guys tonight at midnight i think is yeah the release. I, I i actually played that because i was just scrolling twitter in between breaks with the kevin carey show this morning and uh, i knew it was coming up but i saw a tweet that reminded me of it i know they're <laughs> kind of um some friends of uh, of programs past and things so i definitely wanted to give them a little a little love here on the show this morning yeah you can pre-order it uh, check out whaleandthewolf.com we'll give them some love the album envy and uh, if, if that's your first time hearing them, you know, you can find them on iTunes, Spotify. Go back, listen to some of their old stuff. It's terrific. Give it a download. And uh, they've got a, a release party this Friday, the Starlight Room, too. If you're interested in that, uh, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, we took a little walk yesterday out to Wilhawk Beef Jerky in West Edmonton Mall, Brandon, and uh, grabbed a bag, brought it back to the station. Obviously, it's gone because it was quite popular. Um, I I was a little overwhelmed, not to lie. I, I didn't know what to get. Just went with the original. Uh, you had mentioned, because you had taken a look, uh, there's a lot of different flavors you can go after. You want something a little a little more spicy, a little more kick next time. I, I am a sucker for something with just a little bit bite, a little bite to it. You and I have talked uh, off air <laughs> about, you know, different wing flavors and things. And yeah. and it's, like I said, I've, I've tried chicken wings where you have to sign a waiver to eat them there. The spice level is that high and things. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily always agree with me. I'm not like some <laughs> world champion uh, competitive eater or anything like that, but far from it. But I, I always like to try new things. And uh, yeah, scrolling, pa- or strolling past Wilhawk. Yesterday, I seen the one um, the one tray they had in the display window. Uh, some like spicy cheddar, pepperoni, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Th- those things really catch my eye, and I'm uh, excited to go back and, and try some more. That stuff we got yesterday was top shelf. Yeah, sausage as well. Lots of great stuff. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll be back there throughout the I don't know next couple of weeks. I, I think I think it's your turn to buy. Well, just throwing it out that, there. That's the problem is that the <laughs> the proximity is so close to us here in the mall. Is like I, I could go there every day, but that would be uh, not too good for my um, personal finances situation <laughs> because I it's so tasty. I would uh, be spending way too much money there every day. It's one of those places you, you rarely go and buy one item. Like you got to stock up. Obviously, it's going to last. So yeah, check it out. Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 
uh, the best, just the best. And we'll, we'll occasionally, you know, dabble in that on air. Who knows? I mean, it might not sound the best. It might not be the most, uh, the, the, best, the most appealing through the speakers, but <laughs> You know, that's what you got to do when uh, you got a great sponsor like Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Okay, uh, fantasy sports today. It's, you can send your questions in 1-833-401-1440. We had talked about getting into hockey today. We're going to delay that till tomorrow. We'll have someone from NHL Fantasy joining us to discuss that and share their thoughts. But we wanted to get into daily fantasy sports, uh, something that has gained a lot of popularity in the last little while here. I, I, I dabble in it occasionally. It can make, like I said, a random Wednesday night. You know, there's those things out. I'll get in on a 25 cent league and see what happens, see how I do. I've, I've done okay in the past a couple times, uh, but we are going to have Jeffrey Ulrich of Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life join us in a couple minutes here. Uh, Brandon, do you, ever, do you ever dabble in the daily fantasy sports? Much like so many other people, just like very recently started to kind of get into it in the, in the last you know, maybe calendar year, I guess, or so kind of. And part of it is the, the baseball side of things. Um, if, if you're, if, because playing fantasy baseball is a real commitment in a real league. Like Kevin Carius uh, here on Sports 1440, he's been in the same rotisserie <laughs> league for like 30 years, which is crazy. Um, so something like that takes much, a lot of commitment. But if you're just into the daily side of things, whether it be hockey, football, your choice, yeah. uh, I, it's a little more, um, you can go to it at your choosing, right? So I think that's really attractive to people. 100%. And uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more, especially with hockey and NBA. When it gets going, we'll share some of our daily picks, you know, usually in that third segment to, to get that going. Um, but yeah, it, it can be a lot of fun and there's different things you can do. And one of the things that I kind of found interesting, uh, Jeff used to hop on my podcast back in the day, the other Connor podcast. Thank you to those who used to listen. And, you know, there would be like golf involved with that. So for the tournament, you could get into daily fantasy with golf tournaments. So yeah, you can have a lot of fun. Like I said, we'll talk about that uh, later on here. Of course, as I mentioned, we want to hop on, give us your thoughts on the show, any questions you might have regarding football, uh, maybe hockey upcoming, anything. one 401 is the text line. If you want to get us on Twitter at sports or sorry, yeah, well, yeah, at sports1440, that works. Also at fantasy frenzy AM at Connor Halley and at B underscore A underscore D 1727. That's Brandon. One day we might see if he wants to change that to the Duke of Delburn. Delburn. I mean, I think that would be a great handle if you ever if you ever wanted to make the switch. I've contemplated making a change so <laughs> many times, like even before landing this job where now we actually have, you know, um, like a company name you can you can attach to it if you so choose, like even just changing the numbers at the end of 1440 or something. Yeah. But it's it's also the point like that's like I've had it for so long. It it's it is so clunky and uneven as a handle but it's the only one i've ever known so I, i'm kind of torn about whether or not i actually want to make a switch uh don't be shocked if i do in the in the very near future but i'll be wrestling with that dilemma um keeps me up at night I, I get it i get it uh, okay well you think about that for the foreseeable future if you don't make a change that's okay i've memorized it now we'll, we'll get it down here uh, we've got some questions coming in here this one's starting off with slurpee sean who actually informed us yesterday his favorite slurpee flavor is coke i like coke i also like to throw a little dab of uh, cream soda at the top just for a little flavor let it mix in uh, the question being morning fellas would you pick up the bucks defense or the saints defense this week love this show thank you for the comment at the end there uh, so the new orleans saints they are monday night 
double Monday night football. Yeah, this double week. Monday nighter. Uh, that's that's gonna make it a lot of fun down at the brew house when I'm down there. Uh, well, you know, watching two TVs at once, getting that going. Uh, but the Saints, they'll take on the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. I do like that Saints defense. Someone in my league picked them up and said, "Look at their opponents. Look at their division: the Falcons, the Bucks." And the Panthers, that's uh, six pretty good matchups for them. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the flip side. They take on the Chicago Bears in Justin Fields. I'll, I'll give my thoughts very quickly. I, I think Justin Fields, you know, he still has that potential to go off, uh, well, whether it be on the ground or through the air. Um, you know, they, they made the trade. Chase Claypool, I mean, I don't know if you saw that video of him. He looks like he's just going through the motions out there. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if you necessarily want to go with with the Chicago Bears and, and hope for too many yards through the air, but I think Justin Fields on the ground has that big-time possibility. Uh, I'll be hot down in Tampa. I think I lean towards the New Orleans Saints defense, though. Um, you, you look at the ability to get after the quarterback a little bit with uh, Cameron Jordan uh, in the secondary honey badger some might say he's a liability but there's still that chance he could make the play they got some nice corners there so for me personally i think i go go with the saints defense against the panthers you still got a rookie quarterback a team that's kind of trying to find their identity still like i'm sure we're gonna see young improve throughout the entirety of the season but week two primetime game against a defense that's gonna uh, pressure him i i think i like the saints matchup in that one yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you, Connor, partly because of exactly what you said. Like, the Bears' offense still possesses, um, like, big play potential uh, with Justin Fields using his legs, and, and they've got a stable of good running backs there, like, kind of everybody getting a touch on the ball last weekend. Um, and, and they have the receivers that are capable. The the Bucks uh, going up against their opponent alternatively, like, or pardon me, the Bucks facing the Bears, but the Saints... I, for, like you said it all. The Saints have a defense that you actually can um, name some players and you like what they do, and they're all season long. Like You pick them up this week, you might hold on to them because of the fact they play all the other bad uh, NFC South teams. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you 100% going up against a rookie QB, um, a veteran defense. I think the Saints are a no-brainer there. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, it, it's cool to see the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, Bryce Young, getting that, that primetime look. Uh, I just think that the Saints defense will show up. Cameron Jordan, a uh, heck of a player. He can get after the quarterback. Uh, the the kid out of Clemson they drafted, Brian Breesey. I think he's going to be a pretty good player. Demario Davis, I mean, he he's just has a knack for finding the football. Then Tyron Matthew, Marshawn Lattimore. I, I like what the Saints defense has there. It's, it's more of a matchup thing, though. I mean, when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of my favorite players, uh, safety Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, I was a big fan of his dad, corner for the Vikings and the Bills, I believe. I used to play in an individual defensive player league and that guy would just rack up tackles so by proxy i have to like his son uh shaquille barrett you know coming off a couple years ago where he i believe he led the nfl in sacks i think he can still get after it uh vita vey is going to be the big man in the middle stuff in the run devin white we know he can make plays at the middle linebacker position i don't mind that defense but just the matchup just the matchup i think that the carolina panthers are the way to go in this one sean appreciate the text lance oh we've got two names lance and advil okay Two texts coming in here. Lance, I believe Lance is a Raiders fan. My friends, what do I do with Hunter Renfro? Is he going to get his targets or should I pick up a waiver? Brandon, you want to take the lead on this one or what do you think? Hunter Renfro has to be one of the most heartbreaking fantasy players of uh, the past <laughs> couple of seasons because a few years ago, he, before Devontae Adams lands in Vegas, he 
was a monster. Him and Darren Waller were the only two players on Vegas that ever got the ball. He was a, a lock on third down conversions for the Raiders and Derek Carr. He missed quite a bit of time last year, but even still, you look at his uh, his totals, like statistically comparing 2021 to 2022, uh, 128 targets versus 50 yardage down from over 1,000 to just over 300, uh, nine TDs to two. So, And I mean, like I said, he missed a lot of games, so I'm sure that plays a role. But the fact that Devontae Adams is there, uh, is a, a strong deteriorating factor um, to, to his value as a fantasy player. And the like. I think the Raiders are going to be a team that really relies on the run a lot too. They have Josh Jacobs. Uh, he, I think he led the league in rushing last year or led the league in um, yeah, he did. Ch- or, or, or touches on, on the rushing the ball anyway. So yeah, I think uh, if it were me, I'd be leaning towards maybe a waiver pickup. One of those guys we kind of threw around yesterday with Declan um, on the receiver side of things or even a running back if it's in a flex spot. Renfro, I think the Hunter Renfro, the baseball player, might be one uh, of a little more value in the fantasy spectrum than Hunter <laughs> Renfro, the Las Vegas Raider these days. Yeah, if you missed our waiver wire picks yesterday with Declan Kruger of the Lowdown with Low Tide, you can check that out, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever wherever you get your podcasts from, you can go give that a listen. It was the second segment. My my thoughts are this. Uh, Jacoby Myers, who they paid a lot of money to come over from New England, he did suffer that injury, the headshot, the concussion. So he's out. So Hunter Renfro should get some more looks. He didn't get targeted once in their week one matchup against the Broncos. No receptions, which is weird. So their looks are going to come, but take that with a little bit of grain of salt, a little caution because they're playing the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills defense, you know, although they lost, uh, they're going back to New York, their home in Buffalo, to take on the Raiders this week. They'll probably be a little bit fired up. It's going to be a pretty crazy atmosphere. Uh, so... I mean, I could see him having a decent game. Devontae Adams, like you said, being one of the best receivers in the league. Team's focusing on him. Maybe Hunter Renfro opens up, but we know what he can do. I, I think the Raiders would be smart to get him into their game plan. So I don't think I wave him. I think I probably hang on to him for at least one more week. And then maybe you see what's out there. Maybe things are going to open up. But yeah, I think uh, for the time being, I probably hang on to Hunter Renfro Lance, thank you for the text. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. one 401 1440 If you want to get in on the conversation, uh, we had another text in here and I uh, closed my text line. So I am just had to bring it back up here. Uh, Anvil. Oh, no, sorry. That was from the previous show. Wendell Clark. He, uh, he used to have the Winwell gloves, I believe. I had a pair of like gloves just like him random memory that popped into my mind uh trucker joe says hey guys is flowers from baltimore a good play in the flex this week thanks trucker joe he was one of the guys uh we do a fantasy segment on the jason greger show and he was actually one of the guys that i was going to bring up i think he's going to be a great start this week uh ronnie staley offensive lineman injured might be out this week uh tight end mark andrews i believe is questionable and flowers i mean the rookie from bc he showed what he can do and the ball gets in his hands he's a weapon i'm a big fan of him so i think he is going to be a good start this week and i think he's going to be a good start every week going forward maybe maybe we start to see odell get mixed into it a little bit maybe rashad bateman as well but i i think say flowers is the guy in baltimore what do you think brandon yeah, I think it's just one game, just one week for a rookie wide receiver, but I think it was went a long way to establishing himself as WR1 in Baltimore. And they're playing the Bengals, 
whose defense I think is better than maybe we saw last week. The conditions in their game against uh, Cleveland were not very great. So it's kind of hard to get a good gauge on either team's air attack in those games. I mean, we've talked pretty extensively already about uh, Joe Joe Burrow's struggles in that game. Um, But I I think regardless of matchup, Zay Flowers is going to be a a start every week uh, until we're shown otherwise. And and once again, sample sizes are still super small across the league, whether they be rookies or uh, guys with new teams, whatever. But uh, for the time being, I I would have no reason to steer away from starting Zay Flowers. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think this guy's got a lot of upside. I think he's going to be the guy for Lamar Jackson going forward. As Lamar signed his big extension, they're going to be a pair you're going to want to keep. Uh, obviously, if you've got sick depth at the running or receiver position and you don't need him, well, that's a, that's a luxury. But I think he's going to be a quality start for you uh, the majority of this upcoming NFL season. And last question before we get to break here. Tight end help. Hurst, Knox, or Henry in for Schultz from the Texans. I assume he's taking Dalton Schultz out. Hunter Henry, man, I'm a Chargers fan. I, I was a big fan of Hunter Henry, and he left me. So I, I got some some tough feelings for him. I I, <laughs> I think Declan was the one who did not like Carolina Panthers when it came to fantasy. But I think Hayden Hurst is going to be a guy that Bryce Young relies on, a reliable tight end. I think he's a decent pick. Dawson Knox in Buffalo. I think, I think he's frustrating because... He doesn't necessarily get the most looks in the red zone. Uh, he was a guy that drove me crazy last year. And they also have Dalton Kincaid, who they drafted out of Utah, guy who's a pretty good receiving tight end. Hunter Henry, Mac Jones. I don't think there's necessarily a terrible pick out of those options. I also don't think there is a one that stands out. So, Brandon, what do you think? What's your advice for uh, no name on this one? Oh, D-Bone. If you're if you're set on taking out Schultz, and that's what I think the the uh, message of the text is trying to get across here. I'm actually not sure Dalton Schultz is a worse option than any of these other three you've listed, but I I, I think you're on the right track there with Hayden Hurst just due to um, target share and reliability because we talked about this yesterday, even though Declan seems to hate the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> um, rookie quarterbacks love tight ends, and Dalton Schultz is the same role in, in Houston, but that's uh, that, that would be my pick of the three uh, if that is the situation. One of those three in for Dalton Schultz, I'll say Hayden Hurst. Now, Hayden Hurst, I think, is a good one. I think Hunter Henry, also just going to throw this out there. Uh, the Miami Dolphins defense did not look good against the Chargers. Like, we're giving Tua and Tyreek Hill so much love, uh, but that defense did not look good, and the run game was pretty bad. So I think the New England Patriots might attack that. Hey, it's fantasy football. Anything could happen. That could open up a big play for Hunter Henry, but I think Eileen Hayden Hurst, not as a long-term replacement, uh, but spot duty week-to-week might be okay. Oh, Spruce Grove, Steve, and Imitation Tom. We got your text coming in here. We're already running a little bit late, so we'll get to those in the third segment. Any more fantasy football questions, keep them coming into our text line, 1-833-401-1440. It is Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Will Hawk Beef Jerky on Sports 1440 with Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas. Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Three locations, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton. All check them out, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. 1-833-401-1440 if you want to get in on the conversation. Obviously, right now, fantasy football kind of ruling all. We've got a lot of questions coming in at the Sports 1440 inbox. As I mentioned, Imitation Tom, Spruce Grove, Steve. Uh, we will get to you in the third segment if you want to ask us some questions. 
we can try to lend some advice. It's not going to be perfect. Take it with a grain of salt, but hey, we will bring it up. We'll talk about it and we'll give you some hopefully positive feedback where you can uh, make a decision because it's tough. Week to week, you never really know what's going to happen. There's a lot of guys who, you know, forecast these things, Brandon, and I don't know. I, I, I always take it with a grain of salt because you just never know. What if you started Aaron Rodgers on Monday? It would not have gone well for you. It should have been a lock, right? He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, <laughs> all amped up, new start, uh, first team or uh, first start with his new team. Pardon me. Everything looks uh, and points toward a great outing and uh, down the drain in four snaps. So, and there's there's a lot of experts. I, I somewhat put that in quotation marks, and they form their opinions using data, using stats, using uh, tape they've watched, whatever. But things can change in the blink of an eye. So like you said, it's always taken with a grain of salt, whether it be something we say on here just having a good time or uh, from uh, guys uh, like we're going to speak to here who actually are real um, experts in their field. So Yeah, well, the guy we're going to have on next is someone you actually can trust because, uh, as I mentioned, he used to hop on the other Connor podcast back in the day and uh, give me some great advice, and it would usually pan out quite well. So we will get to our Fantasy Wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Join the CBH for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday Night Football. It's your chance to win some awesome game day prizes and qualify for a trip to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. you got to be there to win, though. Uh, all Canadian Brew House locations. Uh, Brandon, you're actually going to be at the Manning location for tomorrow's game, Vikings-Eagles. Yeah, God, I hope the Vikings can get something sorted out here as a, their team. I'm so high on, but the Eagles, yeah, they they had their own share of struggles versus the Patriots, but there's still going to be a wagon, I think. So, yeah, a little, little nervous as a fantasy Vikings fan. I just need Justin Jefferson to go off. You know, Madison maybe could chip in. Uh, it would work out well. Uh, we bring in now Jeffrey Ulrich on to the program here, talk a little daily fantasy sports. You can give him a follow on Twitter at the Fantasy Grind. He's a part of Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life and a DraftKings contributor. Jeff, thanks so much for doing this today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate yeah. it. Glad you could do it. And uh, you know, we, we're hopefully going to have you on throughout the season here in the NHL, the NBA, all the things that go down, so you can give us some great daily fantasy information. But you know, I, I think it's something that's really come on in the last couple of years here. I didn't get into it till maybe a year and a half ago when we used to do our hits on the podcast. So I guess if you could, could you give kind of a an introduction to daily fantasy sports for those who aren't familiar? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, look, if you're, you know, if you just played season long fantasy, you've never played on DraftKings or, or never played uh, on a daily fantasy site. I mean, traditionally, like what a daily fantasy contest is, is it's it's a salary cap um, kind of build. So you, you're given like on DraftKings, for example, you're given $50,000 of obviously fake money and you have to build out a team and all the, the players have certain salaries associated with them. So like this week on DraftKings for if you're playing um, uh, on, a, on a Sunday slate for the NFL, Patrick Mahomes is $8,300. So he's the most expensive quarterback. So obviously you have to build your roster um, and, and spend at certain areas and find some what we would call value at other areas as well. So um, that's kind of the, the gist of how you build out daily fantasy. You're essentially the, the general manager. You're given a big salary and you're trying to put together the most efficient most cost-effective roster in the end. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Every slate is a little bit different, and every sport is very different. So if you're obviously getting into it, um, you know, knowing some of the, the nuances, knowing uh, the, the scoring rules is definitely the first thing I would look into. You know, like, for, for example, on DraftKings, um, if, if you're playing daily fantasy football, you get a bonus if your player gets 100 yards receiving or 100 yards running. That's a little bit different than some of the other sites. So, 
always pay attention to the rules, always pay attention to the scoring and the lineup structure, um, regardless of what sport you're playing. Yeah, with uh, with DraftKings, it's cool because there are the big money pools, but there's also ones for like 25 cents. So I think if you just want to throw down a little bit of money and, and not get too crazy, there are certainly ways for you to do that. Uh, Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life and DraftKings joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440. If you have any questions for him, one 401 One of the things that I like, I mean, we talked about it. If you're in a season-long team, it's like this is your team and it's going to be tough. But with the daily, you can kind of take advantage of matchups. One of the things you and I used to talk about specifically with the Oilers was who is skating with Connor McDavid. Obviously, Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisel is going to be a very expensive play. But if you can pick up his winger uh, for maybe a discounted rate who might pick up a couple points, points here and there because of McDavid's ability, his genius. So there, there's always kind of value players you can look to add. Absolutely. You know, what we'd call usage is kind of everything in, in sports. And, and it's a little bit more important in certain other sports than others. But, you know, just knowing who's in what role, who's going to be on the field, who's going to be on the ice, who's going to be potentially getting more playing time in a basketball game, um, you know, that is like half the battle. So a, a great example is like we do a utilization report over on uh, Fantasy Life, and it just lets you know, like, who, who was on the field, who was getting routes, who was getting targets for each football game. And, um, you know, th- that's just a little bit like half the battle. So I, I mentioned, you know, maybe you're paying up for Patrick Mahomes. Well, you may want to know, like, which wide receiver um, was, was getting the most targets for him in the first game. Now, Everyone was terrible for maybe this is a bad example because all the Chiefs wide receivers were terrible in week <laughs> one. But you know it was Rasheed Rice who who ended up with 14% target share um, was probably their best receiver. So you know stacking um, Patrick Mahomes with one of his receivers is another kind of little tip, especially for NFL. You want that correlation. Obviously, if Patrick Mahomes has a good day. Probably one of or more of his receivers are going to have a good day too. So um, always looking into who's doing what getting lineup notes if we're talking about hockey like you said did someone move up a line is someone moving down a line it's, it really does affect because it all it's all comes back to opportunity obviously we i can't predict when Connor mcdavid's going to get a hat trick or when someone's going to do something but what we can predict is who's going to be playing where and uh, the better usage a player has the more chance he has of getting you points now I, I got a question for you because you mentioned Mahomes. And that was the week one matchup, uh, Chiefs Lions. How crazy yep. is daily fantasy sports in the NFL when there's one game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, a few years ago, uh, DraftKings um, introduced one um, one game daily fantasy sports. They call showdown lineups, um, and it, it's really crazy. It, it, it's super high variance. It's a lot of fun. But again, like you mentioned, uh, Connor, off the top, like you can play these for twenty five cents. You can play a dollar, and it's. You know, it's a bit more of a lotto. I'm not going to um, lie, but at the same time, like um, they're a lot of fun. Basically, what you do is you're taking um, in NFL, you're you're taking a captain, and that captain gets you 1.5 points. So the captain is super valuable. Obviously, you want your captain to be the leading scorer of the game, um, but then you have five other slots to to pair out. And you know, as you're as you're building it, you're trying to build a narrative of how the game is going to go. You know, if you're putting a defense in your captain, you're obviously playing for a really low scoring game. Maybe you're going to play a couple of running backs, fade the quarterbacks. But if you're going to put Patrick Mahomes in your captain, well, you're going to play a lot of receivers with him because you're going to play for like a three touchdown, 300 yard game, and you want those receivers to get the points too. So yeah, one day, one game daily fantasy across all the sports are available right now. And uh, it's like I said, it's a lot of fun. It's high variance. The points change and the, the placings change like crazy, but um, definitely worth uh, uh, worth your while if you're looking for a little entertainment. 
Jeffrey Ulrich uh, from Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life and a contributor with DraftKings is our Fantasy Wizard of the Day here on Sports 1440 Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas. Jeff, looking a little bit ahead still, we're, we're still a ways out from the NBA season getting started, but you talk about you know the importance of uh, lineup opportunities in the NFL and who's playing with who in the NHL. In the NBA, there's even a little more indecisiveness because of like in-game decisions on minutes and foul trouble. How, if people are looking to get into some NBA daily fantasy, how do you think people should approach that and pick in their, their lineups every day? <laughs> NBA is, is definitely its own beast. Um, some people love it. Some people um, just find it, it it's just overwhelming um, because there's so the, the NBA has turned into a, a nightly injury fest where guys get ruled out, guys get rest games. And, you know, if you're not on top of the news, then basically like you could put LeBron James in your lineup, and it's like, oh, the, the Lakers are, are resting LeBron James tonight. Great. But at the same time, if you get LeBron James and, like, two of his other teammates rest, well, then LeBron James may play 40-plus minutes. So um, the NBA is kind of in its own little category where you really need to watch the, the lineup news, like, nightly. Now, again, if you're really into the NBA and you just like it as a sport, you're probably going to find that great because you can gain a pretty big advantage just from being – um, just from being on top of that news. And uh, some people really do love it if they have the time for it. Um, as a casual player, you know, if, if you're playing NBA, I would say that the biggest thing I would do is just, you know, obviously you, you, look, you want to look for the high-scoring matchups and stuff like that, but also just look for the rotations, the lineups that potentially aren't going to give you as much trouble. So if, if you're looking, you know, like maybe the Trailblazers are, are going to have like eight players active tonight. That's a great game to target. The Trailblazers would be – perfect um i think they're called the blazers now but um would be a perfect team to target because those guys are going to get lots of minutes who are on the on the bench so always looking at the rotation and, and who's available for each team is just it, it's the, it's exactly where you have to start for nba because um on a nightly basis uh, so much can change uh, in the blink of an eye Jeff Ark joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. one 1440 if you want to jump in here. Uh, Jeffrey, one of the things I know you and I used to talk about, and it, it didn't really have too much relevance to the podcast that I was doing at the time, uh, but golf. I mean, how... How does golf work with daily fantasy? It, it sounds like something I do want to take part in because I, I have grown up since that full swing show on Netflix. I've really started to get more and more into the PGA and all that goes along with it. But how does it work when it comes to like a, a four day golf tournament? Golf is a really fun sport. And it's, it's definitely like if you have a little bit more time as a casual player, you're probably going to find it more appealing. Um, because, again, we don't have to deal necessarily with a lot of the injury stuff. You will have the odd time where a player, you know, comes into a tournament with an injury or, and has to withdraw, but it, it happens so far, like, just, just way, way less than it does in, like, an NBA. And then this nice thing with golf is that you have, obviously, multiple days to get ready for the event. So, you know, w- when we're talking about golf, we don't need to worry about usage because all of the golfers are playing 18 holes every day. Now, there is a cut to worry about that, so, so that's obviously something you have to take into account. But, you know, if you in golf for, for daily fantasy, your, your main goal, depending on the event, if there's a cut, you're trying to get six players through. That's kind of your first goal. You're trying to hit that like six leg parlay where you're picking six golfers. Um, you want to balance them out. And if they get through to the weekend, then you're kind of looking and, and really good. So it's definitely like a lot, a lot different than what you're playing because we don't have to worry about coaches, decisions, lineup changes, all this stuff. But um, you do have to worry about things like the cut line and, uh, you know, just who's suitable for, for certain courses. So a lot of different kind of research going into golf. It's more of a static sport where 
you know, you're, you're looking at the course, you're looking at matchups, you're looking at potentially like recent form with golfers rather than, you know, with a football uh, lineup or even a basketball lineup, you're looking at guys playing minutes, what kind of usage are they getting? So it's what I would call a more, um, a lot better for casual DFS players. But I mean, I, I love golf. I've covered it for multiple years now. It's one of my favorite sports because once you get into it, like you said, with the players and stuff, it's uh, it's pretty fun to, to follow these guys around because they're all sole proprietors out there and you end up cheering for, uh, you know, certain names and stuff like that too. Yeah, I know, I know on your Twitter profile, I've got the Louis Oost, who's an apologist. So <laughs> is there anyone that you pick every week like or every major? Like, okay, oh, it, I, I have a soft spot for this guy. He's got to be on my squad. So it, it varies with me year to year, but this year I have unfortunately been chasing the Tommy Fleetwood <laughs> Um, w, um, which, you know, again, he's, he's come so ridiculously close to winning. Everyone probably uh, saw him at the Canadian Open because most Canadians watch Nick Taylor win that. Um, but, yeah, Fleetwood was, is definitely a guy I've, I've been unable to get away from this year. He's played really good golf. He's come um, ridiculously close a couple times. Um, but, yeah, he, he would have been my, my poison this year, unfortunately. Um, still made some good money off him. He's, he's, he's got some top five finishes for fantasy. hasn't been bad, but if you're chasing those outright wins, um, he's been my uh, my definitely my nemesis this year. <laughs> well, Jeff, uh, thanks a lot for doing this today. We really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll get you back on, uh, especially once hockey gets going. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thanks a lot, guys. There you go. That is Jeff Ulrich of Matthew Barry's Fantasy Life, as well as a DK contributor. Um, yeah, it's a daily fantasy sports. It's really picked up. Uh, you can do NASCAR. You can do MMA. Like, they've got it going on with everything. I think there's even gaming. Like, it's, it's crazy the things you can do daily fantasy sports with. Uh, certainly something that's uh, continually growing on the sports spectrum. We'll take a break here, here on Sports 1440. It's Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas. When we come back, we will jump into the text inbox. We've got a couple questions here regarding... Uh, who should be starting week two for your fantasy football team? And we've got a wing recipe. We were talking a little bit about flavors when it comes to uh, the fine folks at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, Vitamin J sent us his wing recipe, so we'll unveil that as well when we come back here on Fantasy Frenzy. 11.42 here in the City of Champions. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. It is Sports 1440, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Check them out wilhawkbeefjerky.com locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove and West Edmonton Mall of course we had Jeff Ulrich on he was our fantasy wizard of the day brought to you by the Canadian Brew House uh, every Monday, Thursday, Sunday they're qualifying a lot of people to go to the Super Bowl in Vegas this year so I uh, hit up a local CBH have a triple chocolate cake have uh, some wings a couple drinks have a good time there uh, Brandon's going to be out in Almost uh, almost his hometown, or his home, not hometown, his place Ta- of residence. Town of residence, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like to think that I've somewhat adopted Fort Saskatchewan as like a <laughs> pseudo hometown. I love it there. It's great. Uh, the commute over here to the West End and our beautiful studios here in West Edmonton Mall is a little extensive. But, uh, yeah, not enough good things to say about Fort Saskatchewan. I'll be at that brew house, I think, in another week or two. Yeah. yeah Manning, Manning Drive uh, location uh, tomorrow night. Can't wait. I'm, I'm coming watching. out to Spruce Grove on Monday. I might have to sneak out of here a little bit early to get there. I, I love Spruce Grove. Gas, cheaper. Whenever I'm out there, I just fill up. Wow. That's, <laughs> is, is it worth it for me when I leave work here today to drive out to Spruce Grove, fill up, and then drive back to Fort Saskatchewan? Probably not, but they've got some great little places out there. Nice little burger shop. Nice little cookie shop. You could have a nice little afternoon out in Spruce Grove if you wanted to. 
No free plugs, though. All right, let's get into the inbox here. one 401 Lots of questions coming in here. Uh, hey, guys, I love playing fantasy hockey. What's a good site for fantasy golf? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, the only one I know is DraftKings for the, the tournaments. I'm sure there's more out there. Does Yahoo do daily fantasy golf? I, I know Yahoo does daily fantasy pretty much everything else. I would think they would do golf, but don't quote me on that. I, I'm not sure. We'll look into that one. We'll try to find some, especially when we get to the majors. Maybe we'll have to uh, take a look out there and see what's going on. That came in from, I believe, Steven. Uh, here we go. Vitamin J. Hey, guys. First message to the new station. A delicious and easy at-home wing sauce recipe. People might really love this. Melt a cup of butter, add sliced peppers of your choice, saute for five minutes, add a cup of Frank's buffalo sauce, heat through and toss with your cooked seasoned wings. It's enough for a Costco pack of wings from vitamin J. See, I can't handle hot sauce, so I might substitute Even it with some barbecue. sauce, Connor? <laughs> well, I mean, I as someone who can't doesn't like the taste of hot sauce, I don't typically just go buy Frank's. Frank's had like a barbecue version that I would use. It was a nice little variety, but hey, I'll give it a go. I... I'm, I'm open to learning new things. Uh, here's one coming in here from Twitch. Had Rogers starting, got love on waivers. Who should I start in week two? Love or Jimmy G? So as we mentioned earlier, Jimmy G goes up against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, which I think is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, not sure I love that one. So I, I think Jimmy G for me is probably a no. He does have Devontae. He's got some nice weapons there, but I think, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not too sold as Jimmy Garoppolo as a fantasy football quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love on the flip side. I mean, he was part of an offense that put up 38 points against the Chicago Bears in week one. That was in Chicago, did it on the road, which I, I always find impressive, especially for a guy who, you know, had a lot of pressure on him, taking over the reins from a future Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he goes into Atlanta this week, a matchup I don't necessarily mind for him. So I, you know, that's that's actually quite nice that you got Jordan Love off the waiver wire. Uh, I think I go Jordan Love in this one over Jimmy G. Brandon, do you have a, a differing opinion here? God, I've, I've expressed my hesitation with Jordan Love and the Packers as a whole. Maybe it's just because like Aaron Rodgers kind of rubs me the wrong way uh, between how he's like been like forcing the Packers management hand the last couple of years before getting out of town this summer. I I don't know. Try to set that aside. I, I think he is the better option than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, despite Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, devilish good looks. I mean, that guy is so handsome. <laughs> you would think it would maybe try and make like the defenses of other teams not want to tackle him as hard. But unfortunately, that's why they're pro athletes, and I'm talking about it on a radio station. Uh, they probably don't get distracted by how handsome he is. So I, I think Jordan Love is is the better option of those two. Uh, no name on this one, but thanks to our beautiful new technology, we do have him saved, Spruce Grove Steve. Speaking of Spruce Grove, hey, boys, what's your opinion on me trading James Cook for Najee Harris? I, I think... Najee Harris for me is a little bit of a worry because I think he's got a ton of talent, but they have Jalen Warren there who does get some of the carries. James Cook, he, hard to say for sure exactly what's going to go on with James Cook and the the Bills. So I don't know. I wouldn't be in a rush to do that. I think I'd hang on to James Cook for a little bit longer. What do you think? Yeah, until you have a reason to think that Damian Harris is going to get more touches out of that backfield. Najee Harris. But Damian Harris behind James okay. Cook in Buffalo. Party. Okay. Um, yeah, until you see, like, if Damian Harris is going to steal goal line touches from it, he's been a TD machine in the past in similar situations uh, with the Patriots. So uh, 
but yeah, for the time being, I think Cook is the more reliable option. Najee Harris is the king of uh, one and a half yard runs. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, four of those in a row is not enough to get a first down. So yeah, it, Harris worries me. And part, and he said they brought in Jalen Warren um, yeah. in behind him. So I, I think they might already be looking to to not necessarily move on, but deploy a different look and maybe not give Harris necessarily quite the the workload that he's had in seasons past. It's Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas talking all things fantasy sports. Uh, Imitation Tom says, I'm new to fantasy football. I have a Mon St. Brown. People keep trying to trade for him. What kind of return would be good on a player like that? PPR, non-dynasty, don't trade him. That's the advice. Do not trade him. I mean, unless unless you're going to get and you're not going to get this guy, but like a Tyree kill, you don't trade St. Brown. He He's too good of a player. And eventually the, the Detroit Lions are going to get Jamison Williams back. He's got that suspension for a little sports betting. I think that's going to make him even better because you're going to have to worry about Williams taking the top off defenses. It's going to open up him up even more. The, the return for St. Brown would have to be so big that no one's going to give it to you. That That's my opinion. Yeah, it sounds, uh, Tom, like the people that are in your league are trying to take advantage of the fact you're new yeah. to fantasy football. That Big would time. be my advice. Uh, yeah, Amonri, <laughs> man, he's one of the most exciting players in football just to watch on a week-to-week basis, but fantasy value-wise is through the roof. So just like Connor said, any any trade that's going to come across your way is not worth it because nobody's going to offer you what he's actually worth. That's just how trade suggestions work. And normally until a team gets uh, out of the mix later in the season, trading away all their good players, if you're in a dynasty for draft picks or whatever. Um, But yeah, I I think you'd have to be really, 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 one more, really blown away in a trade offer to to consider moving on from a Monre. When someone does that to you, because you're new, you're right. They are trying to take advantage of you. Just hit them up with uh, like, it's got to be Tyree Kill. You know, and check their roster, see who they have. If they have Devontae Adams, no, don't don't even do that, I don't think. I, you've got a better quarterback-receiver combination there. I'm not sold on Jimmy G. I don't know who else it would be, though, like Travis Kelsey maybe, when he gets back, if he stays healthy. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Uh, we've got Demo saying Frank's has a barbecue sauce. See, that, that's the one I grabbed. It was a little safer as I, you know, continue my journey into spicy foods. I like to dabble some jalapenos every once in a while and stuff, but I'm, I'm working my way up there. Uh, Ewan says, hey guys, any CFL fantasy out there? There was. I know TSN had one a couple of years ago, but I kind of got out of that one. I enjoy, I just like to enjoy the CFL. Yeah, I find if all of a sudden I'm watching CFL and I'm cursing individual players the way I am watching NFL, I kind of feel a little bit bad about myself because like, obviously they're not making nearly as much money playing this sport. Um it's I, I did yeah I, I found it hard to get into I tried playing it one summer this guy I lived with in uh, when I went to the University of Alberta in my uh, fraternity house shout out farmhouse that he loved CFL fantasy football yeah. he lived and died for it all summer so it, it's out there uh, I think like I said this was a number of years ago so I don't know who offers it anymore but I am sure you can find it somewhere if uh, if that's what uh, floats your boat uh, I got some friends that do their own league you do it that way just make it simple. Touchdowns, receiving yards, yards. It, it, it's doable. Uh, Cat Dad says, do you think when Jimmy G gets tackled, he yells, not in the face, not in the face. Man, I, I, maybe. He could, he, could, he could do a lot of things to his face, and he'd still be, you know, a 9 out of 10. Like, yeah, even if he had, like, a, a, like a scar yeah. over across the fort, like, it's... <laughs> 
you're, it would take something pretty substantial. I don't think a football injury is going to be no. capable of ruining what he's working with uh, in the face department. Yeah, Jimmy G. <laughs> Uh, this one here, I don't see a name on it. Just says nausea is super inefficient. Totally agree. Uh, a couple more before we wrap up here. Dean says Dak or Daniel Jones this week. Oh man. I mean, Daniel Jones after last week was pretty unimpressive, inefficient. Uh, but then again, so was Dak because everyone else did all the work for him. Yeah, the, the Giants going up against the Cardinals, which is probably the only reason that side of things looks more enticing. The Cowboys on the other side playing the Jets. Yeah. And we saw what their defense is capable of, uh, making a fool of Josh Allen on Monday night. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say because I, I, I am not a believer in Daniel Jones long term. And fantasy, it's you, you sometimes have to separate it. Is he a good football player for your team going to the Super Bowl or is he a good fantasy player? And Daniel Jones is a good fantasy player. He runs the ball well, and, and between him and Saquon, they're dynamic in that regard. And against a really bad Cardinals team, I, I think Daniel Jones is the better option here just because of matchup situation. Yeah, I think the game against the Cowboys got so out of hand so fast that the Giants were unable to do their game plan, which is run the ball. Then that is with Saquon and with Daniel Jones. I don't think that's going to happen this week against the Cards. So I think I might lead. Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, as Struddy would call him. Uh, Very quickly, Bud Baker says, Hey, boys, I have Mark Andrews, and he's sort of injured right now. I have Higby as my bench tight end, but I think I should grab Hurst instead of Higby. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the Rams go up against the Niners this week. That's that's probably the one thing to look at. The the Niners' defense is phenomenal. Nick Bosa is only going to be playing more, so I think that going with Hurst might not actually be that bad of a game plan here, as we've mentioned a few times in this show. Bryce Young, rookie quarterback, needs his uh, security blanket, and that could be Hayden Hurst. And one more to wrap up here. This comes in from... I don't even want to mess it up. Buchanistan? (laughs) That looks right. Buchanistan? Buchanistan. Hey, fellas, who should I start this week? Brian Robinson or Algier of Atlanta. Um, we have to kind of go into the, the schedules here. Atlanta takes on Green Bay. Commanders have the Denver Broncos in Denver. Ooh, that, that altitude. But I don't like the backfield in Atlanta to me is so crowded. I'm still waiting for Cordell Patterson to get in there and steal some reps. Yeah, listed. I think he didn't, or he practiced fully today, or maybe partially. He he did practice today, but I think I think still nursing a bit of an injury. I don't quote me on that. I think <laughs> I, I scroll through Twitter so quickly sometimes in the AM that I'm not sure I read everything correctly. But I thought I saw a Falcons injury report, and he was still on it technically. But the, the Broncos' defense is really good. Yeah, they, they've kept them in games despite uh, the mess of last season and even through Week One here. So. It, that's a that's a really tough one. I like Brian Robinson a lot, and I think um, Sam Howell is not a super reliable quarterback. So if the Broncos, the fact that their offense still maybe trying to get some things figured out, that might be a low-scoring game, close game, I could see Washington still running the ball a lot. So personally, I think I'd lean towards Brian Robinson because of the fact that Algiers is still going to give up touches to, to Bijan. Like yeah. he, He's the man. Bijan's the man. <laughs> You're taking a legit RB1 versus a good defense versus an RB2 um, with a slightly better matchup. So I'll take the RB1 there. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that one. Uh, Lance says, we do our own league for NHL playoffs. Has been doing it uh, for over a decade. Have a big whiteboard. Everything is more fun than the online ones, honestly. You can always keep your own score. And uh, no name here. Big John, 
Hey guys, Frank's Buffalo Sauce is Frank's regular with butter already in it. Save a step and add Clubhouse roasted red pepper seasoning for the perfect hot wing. I mean, we could just talk wings one show. Maybe we'll get into that. But we got to wrap it up. Low Tide coming up next here. Big thank you to Jeff Oliver for hopping on the show today. If you missed anything, you can check out the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get it from. Uh, on the lowdown with Low Tide today, they've got Matthew Shinetti talking some CFL as well as Bruce McCurdy. And then the Jason Greger Show, 2 o'clock. Lots to get to. Uh, Aaron Portsline, Gabe Locke, Speck, Tyler Gramshop, Rob Kerr, and who is it? We'll find out at 2 o'clock with the Jason Greger Show. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley. That's going to do it for Sports 1440s. Very own Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Right now, let's get to a top-of-the-hour update, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Here's Brandon Douglas.